Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on iTunes. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Friday, the 6th of October, 2023. If you've not noticed, here in flyover country, it's time to dig out the sweatshirts and sweaters. Spanish explorer Hernando de Soto sets up in an Indian village in the Florida Panhandle on this day in 1539. The troop had landed just south of Tampa Bay a few months back and worked their way north. The following spring, they will wander further north to the Carolinas before crossing the mountains into Tennessee. De Soto was the first European to explore deep into the interior of North America. The Spanish goals were more aggressive than the other nations. They were all about gold and conquest. One report says that De Soto tried to pass himself off as a deity to ease the conquest. The first significant group of German immigrants settled near Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1683. George Westinghouse is born in 1846. His first major invention was the air brake system for trains, a major improvement on controlling trains in a safe manner. Of course, in time, he will focus on electricity, and Westinghouse will become a household name. The Jazz Singer motion picture opens in 1927. It's the first feature-length talkie film. It included both recorded music synced to the picture and also lip-sync dialogue. Chicagoland native Kevin Cronin is 72 today. Cronin is known as the lead singer of REO Speedwagon, a group which frequented the charts in the 70s and 80s. 1977, the Russians take the MiG-29 on its maiden flight, five years after the American F-15. The two craft are quite similar, but we've talked before how the Soviet bloc was very good at copying Western designs. This is the curse of being one to actually pioneer a new design in any form or media. Even if the second guy does not have all the details, the major concepts are easy to copy. There was also a story discussing why the U.S. was so quick to dump the Navy's F-14. It put a lot of emphasis on the fact that Iran also had the F-14, but glossed over the details. In the late Vietnam era, there was a push to build a joint aircraft that could be used by both the Navy and Air Force. The result was the Grumman F-111, mostly a disaster. The Air Force, being ground-based, has a completely different concept of aircraft design than does the Navy. Most of this revolves around the simple fact that Navy aircraft need to land on a carrier, requiring a tailhook, and the tight space on the ship requires folding wings. Grumman was the prime contractor on the F-111. They had a long history of building Navy aircraft and felt they could do much better than the 111. But there was little research money in the years after the Vietnam War, yet they went ahead with the project on their own dime and without any promise of the Navy being interested in the results. After the first test flights, the craft was impressive, but the Navy was still lukewarm with the idea, and Grumman was near broke. Through some political wrangling, it was agreed that Grumman could sell the aircraft to our friend, the Shah of Iran. It is believed there may still be flight-worthy F-14s in Iran, but they are suffering from a lack of spare parts. Pope John Paul II is the first pontiff to visit the White House. The year is 1979. 
The photo sharing app Instagram is founded 13 years ago today. Brett Kavanaugh is confirmed to the U.S. Senate five years ago after a very contentious confirmation hearing. I continue to be amazed just how polarized our politics have become. Hillary was interviewed on CNN yesterday. Now, do not forget that CNN might well be called Pravda. For the young folks, that was the leading Soviet newspaper and a spigot of official propaganda. The name means truth in Russian. It was anything but. In the piece, she calls for reprogramming of MAGA Republicans and claims Donald Trump has no credibility. The very idea we need to discuss reprogramming a political opponent is straight from the Marxist playbook. Calling out Donald Trump is purely the skillet calling the kettle black. The Clinton White House was far from lily white. There was a very long list of rumors and allegations, with nearly all being brushed aside by a biased media. CNN in the vanguard. Clinton was not keen on the idea of Jim Jordan's prospect of becoming House Speaker either. She and Jordan have a history going back to the Benghazi hearings. Yeah, that one makes Hillary look good. Another name that's being floated for Speaker of the House is Steve Scalise of Louisiana. He is 58 today. That's history and comment for the 6th day of October. I'm Doug Tyrrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.